What is up, Panther fans? Welcome back to Weekend at Hernies, your favorite Panthers podcast. I'm Steven Sears, joined always by Chase Pletcher. What's going on, Chase? Oh, I'm, I'm just feeling good, man. You know, Hornets just drafted Lamelo last night. Yes, I'm sir. still feeling great and positive. So maybe I'll only say good things about the Panthers. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good day to be a Charlotte sports fan. We potentially have a a bona fide star as the face of the franchise whether he's good or not it is someone who's going to attract some attention to our team and we will probably have more than one primetime game i would have to say with this guy yeah. on our team so more than one than the standard uh they give us an espn game for game 82 but by the time we get there they <laughs> fix us out of it yeah like one nba tv game maybe who knows <laughs> hopefully some signs looking up um but we're going to get to some panthers today Last week we had a pretty fun matchup against the Chiefs. This week I would say not so fun against the Bucks. No. Um, but we will get into that later. Let's start off with some quick news as we always do. Uh, Christian McCaffrey um, still injured, so he would be out against the Lions. So that's uh, a big blow for us. Yeah. And I don't know, shut him down maybe for the rest of the season? Or what do you think? Yeah, I, I wonder. Part of me wants to just easily say, they're being, you know, extra careful. Um, you know, I, I, you know, almost have the feeling if they were seven and three, he could play. But then, mm-hmm. you know, also part of me, they, they rolled him out so early in the week that uh, it feels like, may, you know, maybe it could actually be somewhat serious because even when you know a team's going to rule a guy out by by like just being careful, typically they don't rule him out so soon. Yeah, that is true, and it's like a shoulder. It's a shoulder, right? So it's not like a lower body injury. So oh, it's yeah. something that, like, you know, him as a running back would probably try to fight through throughout the week. Yeah, exactly. Like, because, you know, this isn't the exact same situation, but, uh, like, Michael Thomas, like, a, a situation of a team being very careful. Michael Thomas, you know, was a game-time decision, like, four weeks in a row. Uh-huh. And I think that's being that's being careful. Um, but, like, in the in the Panthers' case, they're ruling him out so soon that it's it, it does make me slightly question, is it serious? Yeah, true. Uh, then another one as well, you could probably almost say the same thing. Teddy limited for the second day in a row. Uh, yeah. He's told me, I think Rappaport said that it's unlikely that he plays on Sunday against the Lions, but nothing is confirmed yet. So right. we may be seeing uh, Will Greer or P.J. Walker, depending on how Coach Rule is feeling. But yeah. something um, to keep an eye on. Yeah, Even before uh, that rap tweet today, yesterday kind of got me thinking it was leaning that way because the Panthers posted – had an IG post and there were four pictures. Two of them were like random defensive guys. One of them was PJ Walker and one of them was Will Greer. Mm, And so I'm like, ready. Yeah. So I'm almost, I almost feel like, you know, I was kind of getting the feeling we were going that way. Not that the social media team runs things, but you don't just normally post those. Right. Well, they, I guess they were probably like the only two actually like practicing. So, I mean, there's that, but I mean, Kind of like you said with shutting down McCaffrey, I mean, if Teddy's hurt, I don't really see why you would risk him going out there and getting hurt again, especially knowing his history. I don't think it's the same leg, though, right? It's a different leg or a different knee. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. even still, you don't want him to have two bum knees. <laughs> so, oh, I yeah. you would just rest him. There's no point. We're three and seven. Let See what you got in Will Greer, even though Rule says he already knows what he has in Will Greer, Will Greer somehow. But. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess Group like played against him when he was at West Virginia, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But Not no, sure no, I, I don't know. Is. I mean, it's 
with Teddy, it, it, it's kind of a tough situation because, uh, you know, it's like if you just sit him here, you kind of shut him down. Then you draft a quarterback. It's like, well, dang, that sucks for Teddy. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, it's like he, he's, he knows he probably, like, because a doctor, some doc, guy that comments on the Panthers post, he said, if it's just an ML, MCL sprain, it's odd that he is being held out. And so, like, like with McCaffrey, I do wonder, like, are they just kind of, Teddy's like, I'm good. They're like, no, 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 no. I don't think you are. T- yeah. Test came back negative, buddy. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that would make a lot of sense, too, with the way, like, how we've been operating this season and in the off season, right? Because it almost seems like that they're, like, almost buying into a, a, a tank, sort of. Like, obviously, they're not playing to lose, but they're definitely not, lucky. like, yeah, they're not. They're definitely not out here. Like, oh yeah, we can make the playoffs. Like they've kind of said that this is a reassessment year, and so it would make a lot of sense for them to not play Teddy to see what they have in Greer or PJ Walker, and then yeah. prepare themselves for the off season. I mean, we already know that they sent two scouts to see Trey Lance, which is you know one of the few teams that did that while he was playing. So like, it's they aren't clueless. And they know what they need to do, but we'll see if they what they do. You know. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, yeah, so I, I guess that's everything for the quick news. Um, in terms of last week, well, mm. uh, you know, we finally had that game that it was kind of like things fell apart and we actually didn't have a chance at the end. I yeah. can't believe it hadn't happened yet, but it finally happened. Yeah, it did. And it didn't look like it was going to happen because we came out with a pretty strong first half. Uh, final score of that game was 46-23 to 23 for those of you who don't know. But, Scored yeah. But. Yeah, first uh, first half, we came out. Defense was pretty stingy. Um, and then second half, that third quarter was just brutal, and they started to pull away pretty fast, and it got to the point where it looked bad. Yeah. I feel like every Panthers game starts the same. We get the ball first. Yeah. We score, <laughs> we score first. The other team gets, like, a field goal, and then we score again. I feel like every single game we're up, like, 14 to 3 or 14 to 6 or something like something along 14 to 7 something like that at some point every game it feels that way yeah i don't know like how it's been throughout the whole season but at least the past two weeks i feel like we've won the tallest and we've elected to receive both times i don't know if that's yeah, true or I not like i do i do but, like that um in a way you know like that that whole halftime thing it it sucks when it's you're on the other side of like the other team kind of doubling up on you yeah but, yeah well, Which, I, I mean, that, that didn't happen to us really, but you know. Yeah, I mean, that's like the whole reason why people defer is because they think we get the ball back in the second half, like we'll be, yeah. be fine. But it's almost like we have the mindset like we probably can't stop them on defense, so like let's try to get out ahead on offense and pray we get a stop, and that way we can go up two scores, which is what, what happened, I think, right? Yeah. And then it all just comes tumbling downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the, the prayers for a stop just were not answered. Um, yeah. The, the first half wasn't terrible, and we got very lucky. Brady was really not good mm-hmm. um, in this game. I, mean, I, I don't really care what his numbers looked like. He missed a lot of down-the-field shots. Like, they probably could have scored, like, 60 on us. Um, yeah. He, he missed a lot of down-the-field shots. But, you know, like with most weeks, like, you know, the defense just kind of – then fell apart. Like we did okay against the Chiefs, then fall apart. It's basically what mm-hmm. happened again. Yeah, I felt Brady was he was bad deep. He missed those those deep shots, but other than that, I felt like he was he was pretty surgical, and I was honestly kind of impressed. Yeah. Like yeah, he had, no. he was definitely showing some good arm strength on those throws. Yeah, he had quite a few intermediate throws. He had one or two to Chris Godwin that were really good under pressure. 
Um, yeah, that that one third down play still, where he he was still good. It's just we got fortunate he wasn't good past you know like twenty twenty five yards. Yeah, uh, otherwise it would have been done quick. That um, <laughs> oh no, yeah, it would have been done fast. Third down was it was again a problem. Bucks went ten for sixteen. And we went one for nine on our on our side. So. We need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what sucks is we're not just bad and bad on third down on one side of the ball. We're actually yeah we've not been good on either side of the ball um, in that game specifically. Uh, yeah, both sides. Um, the, yeah, the, the the run defense particularly. I mean, I know the pass defense got like sliced up, but as we've kind of said all year, this is to be expected from the defense. You know, we lost. Eric Reed, which isn't really a big loss, but it's nonetheless a guy that knew the was was in with the team. That's a loss. Luke's a loss. Like Bradbury's a loss. Dante's been dealing with injuries. Like we knew the pass defense was gonna suck. We we like we knew our DBs were awful. But the run defense was kind of what was supposed to, you know, actually be kind of like a saving grace this year, you know, kind of be a bright spot and it just hasn't been. Yeah, well even still we were Bottom almost historically bad on run defense last year. We end up losing McCoy, who who obviously he wasn't particularly good, but he is a big name. K Wong got hurt, got hurt, uh, and now we have Derek Brown and I guess Zach Curry are starting D tackles. Derek Brown obviously known for his run stop, so you would hope that. But then behind him is nothing too good, no. and Shaq Thompson in number fifty two. <laughs> but I, I just I feel like. Even they should be enough to not let Ronald Jones get 192 yards. But, yeah, yeah that was bad. Uh, now obviously, he had that 99 yarder, so yeah. a little inflated, but, like, still. Yeah. It's, it's not quite as extreme as – I think – I want to say it was, like, two years ago, Adrian Peterson had a 99-yard run in a game. And, like, he finished the game, like, seven carries for, like, 106 yards. Yeah. <laughs> we always we were always pretty good at stopping AP, I felt like. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, not like, you know, I don't want to, you know, obviously I'm not putting it all on Derek Brown his first season, you know, by all oh, metrics yeah, yeah. I've seen, it seems like he's been solid, but it For just sure. sucks that our historically bad run defense is still historically bad. Yeah. I mean, you look at that play, that 99 yarder, and it was just, it was just bad and 52. sloppy from, 52 yeah, and Trey. 52, Trey Balson just just completely lost. I don't know what they were doing. Like the like, hole opened up and they just went the other way pretty much. Like Trey Boston is like he he's like those old those old con- the controllers that only had D pads on them. Like they can't take any angle. They can't go <laughs> at any non right angle. So it's like when you're playing like with yeah, when you're playing with the D pad, like he just goes in squares. And then fifty two's just like blind. Yeah, so like no. it's kind of tough when one of your, your safeties playing with a Nintendo 64 controller, and then your linebackers playing blindfolded. You know, like I guess those right. are going to happen. It was, it was silly, and they need to figure it out. It's literally every single week with Trey Boston and 52. Um, yeah. I we were talking a little bit earlier. You just brought up like Eric Reed, and we were saying like I was a big component of him like staying and like having him try out linebackers since he was so good at tackling i wasn't interested in him playing safety anymore because right. i feel like his cover skills are like behind beyond him but it, i feel like he's definitely lost in the rush defense this year for sure yeah yeah i mean yeah like his coverage was terrible but yeah he definitely was better than trey at stopping people on the ground mm-hmm. even though they're not the same position but you kind of get what i mean that third line of defense yeah 
see other than that um just i don't know we just got beat down man <laughs> the receivers on their goblin had a good game 92 yards evans had a good game they just seemed like they were out to out to play this week and maybe because of that last week where they got blown out by the saints they wanted to make a statement but they were all over us and it should have been even worse than what this what the score is like you said already yeah, I thought I thought AB actually looked pretty good too. It's just hilarious to me that Brady has all three of those guys, and he still decides to target like Scotty Miller fifty yards up the field, like more yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, the ball around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he's always been that way. Um, we are lucky that even though, like, once again, like Mike Evans, I guess had a good game, but we're lucky him and Evans. It never feels like they're on the same page. I don't care how many touchdowns he has; he's basically mm-hmm. like a fullback at this point. He yeah, just takes it on the one-yard line, you throw it to him. Um, he had, I think there was a point where he had targeted Evans in the end zone like three, four times, and all of them were off target, even the yeah. one that he caught for the touchdown. Right. And the entire time I was saying, throw it to Godwin, because Godwin is on my fantasy team. <laughs> he put up the most yards, had no touchdowns, though. Like, Mike Evans has been the worst this year as being a Godwin fantasy owner. I miss Jameis, but it's all right. He'll be okay, man. But, um, but yeah, so defense, I mean – you know, kind of the overall recap. I mean, I guess there's really nothing, uh, nothing too out of the ordinary. It just you know they were yeah. they were not good. I'm still going to. It's going to be hilarious when we play. Uh, oh, we don't play them this year. Oh, why do I keep getting the Panthers and Patriots confused? I'm saying it's gonna be hilarious when we play the Rams. Forget it. I'm an idiot. But um, oh yeah, no, we don't play them. No, so forget that. Never mind. I feel like I'm trying to think of people who like maybe had a good game. Um, Burns Chin almost was, t- chased down Ronald Jones. He almost did. Yeah. So he, props to that. Almost chasing him down. Turn that forty time into a fifty time. Maybe you would have had him. <laughs> I actually do think he had a cut one or two kind of rough plays on Sunday, if I remember correctly, though. Yeah. Burns was. I feel like he was pretty solid, but he was he was kind of struggling against Worfs. Worfs had a really good game on the Buck side. Yeah, Worse is great. Um, hey, big, the big, the big Brit. I mean, <laughs> what more can you say about Fa? Oh, oh yeah, you got one. He always <laughs> seems to get one, and I feel like it's never like because he did something. <laughs> <laughs> like, no disrespect to him, but it just always seems like it's they just gotta walk right into him. The only person with like the worst, like the only person who sacks meant less than Fa's was Mario Addison. I swear, like. I don't even know if it's possible, but he was a stat patter when it came to sacks. No, it was always we, garbage time. <laughs> like we, we'd fi- it'd be a close game all game. Then we'd finally take like a thirty to twenty lead with ten seconds left, and then he'd sack Jameis. Like <laughs> <laughs> get up all hype. Like come on, but yeah, I mean, other than them, not a lot of positives on defense. Uh, I think Rule said it best. Not a lot of good to take away from this game. So. Yeah need to reassess for sure but let's talk about the offense some who honestly almost the same story as the defense they came out good we went up what 14-7 in the first quarter yes Um, I believe that was it I hate that like I don't remember exactly how the scoring goes but let me go check yeah I think we might have been up give or take it was about that yeah something around there but we went up we had 14-7 in the first quarter at the very least um they almost they almost got into field goal range into the, the half. Uh, yeah, that was a great throw from Teddy. Teddy, yeah, Teddy put all he had into that throw, and then 
you could tell that that was it because they went two checkdowns right <laughs> after that. <laughs> <laughs> two checkdowns, and then he never threw deep the rest of the game. Yeah, that was, that was everything he had right there. Unfortunately, he got dropped. Um, I feel like DJ could have caught that, but he did get yeah. hit as as the ball got there. But you know, you like to be see him be stronger in that situation, so we'll we'll blame DJ for that. Yeah, no, uh, I mean. It was a tough catch, but it really was an amazing throw. Like, yeah, it, it was, it Aussie likely to me probably wouldn't have been like his best throw of the season, especially when you consider situationally the end of a half, you know, like against a great team. Yeah, I was shocked. I think everyone was shocked. He did that. Everyone was probably like, oh shit, like <laughs> this guy's gunslinging. <laughs> I, was, I was very impressed because I was like, okay, maybe he's like turning the corner. No, but yeah, no, that was it was bad after that. I think after that, uh, we went to the third quarter. They come out, or no, we come out three and out, right? They go down, score a field goal. Do we come back out three and out again, maybe? And then 99 yards. Yep. Then we throw the interception, something like that. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was like interception, and then they got a field goal. And then, it, you know, it just kind of spiraled out. It may not have been three and out, but we did not have pretty sustaining drives on the, at the beginning of the third. But it was definitely 99 and then a pick, I think. So pretty bad. And the interception was horrible. Yeah, I mean, you, you got picked off by Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> like, regardless of how it happened, that's not a good thing. Like, I tell you what, you remember two years ago when we played the Seahawks and we lost because Graham Gano and Corn Elder are, like, the worst players ever? Um, mm-hmm. Not really, but anyways. um. <laughs> I remember Cam in the end zone. Cam had like a near perfect game, but he threw that pick in the end zone to uh, Shaquille Griffin, and like oh, they yeah, yeah. they don't look the same, and they play different positions, but like they both have dreads, and they're both Griffin. And like when I saw the pick happen, I just saw like dreads and Griffin, and I was like, "You're kidding me!" Like he needs to like, oh. I was like, "I swear to God, if my favorite player just got picked off by a dude with one hand." I am never watching the <laughs> again. Not quite as bad. JPP, seven fingers instead of five fingers, but still still kind of hilarious. He threw it right to him in stride. Like, <laughs> come on. I've never seen someone get hit in stride better than JPP got hit in stride. He could have taken it for a touchdown. Yeah, truly. Um, what else? Often, the run game was horrible. I don't know what they were doing, but Mike Davis, yeah. seven carries, 32 yards. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess from a yards per carry basis, that's average. But like I said, like it, the, I mean, Cannon did okay, I guess, because he had the nice return. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not like a winning football formula. Because I mean, we go up, we have the lead going into the half, right? I mean, it's seventeen. I know it's 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 tied seventeen seventeen and a half. But I mean, even still, you want to control possession, so yeah, they just kind of come out throwing and. Yeah. I don't know, man. I was surprised they only they only ran, you know, like 16 times. Like that just seems – and three of them were Teddy, so it's like those don't even count because Teddy doesn't do design runs. Yeah, I guess three we really had the ball a lot because we only had 28 passes too, so it's not like we were – That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, you would expect yeah. with that, that low of carries, we'd probably be somewhere around 40 passing attempts. That's a good point, yeah. I guess we really just didn't have, you know, the, the ball much – in general, like what? What was the time of possession? Let me go see. Yeah, I'm trying to look right now. To thirty-six to twenty-three. So, or I guess twenty-four. You round that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I guess we, you know, we. 
especially compared to past weeks where they've really tried to hammer it home, you know, time of possession. I mean, it's much, much less than we're used mm-hmm. to. So I guess, you know, the, it's hard to say, like, what the run game's issue was. I wouldn't really say it's play calling or anybody's fault. It's just we couldn't get it going. It could just be that Bucks defense because, I mean, we talked about this the first time. McCaffrey has had some of his worst games against them. Yeah. So it was, this isn't, like, really anything new against this team. No, I mean, the, the Bucks defense is very good, especially – their rush defense. I think you can make the case their secondary is probably a touch overrated, but their run defense is the real deal. Yeah, for sure. They got a lot of studs, a lot of like just athletes. You can probably hardly ever beat them off the edge, um, especially at the linebacker position. Those guys are really good. So, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I guess the formula to beat them was always going to be you got to throw. And mm-hmm. I mean, when, I mean, when they score 46 points, that's just not going to happen. Now, now, that doesn't, you know, rid the offensive blame or anything because, once again, it was a terrible second half offensively. Yeah. But, I mean, you know. It was bad. It was definitely no moral victories this week. Like, no one could really say that, like, oh, I mean, the defense is full. That's why the team didn't win. Like, no, like, the offense was pretty shitty. So Yeah, like, you know, after, like, one week, like, I think moral victories, it's like it's okay to talk about them. Like, you know, like – when they, when they have their place, you know, it's like yeah. if we – it's like if it hadn't been happening all year, that game with the Chiefs. If you're ever going to take a moral victory, that's when you do it. Mm-hmm. But when you do it for the four weeks prior and the weeks after, then it just loses its meaning every week. Oh, I still love these guys and how hard they fought. Like, awesome. Cool. Yeah. You can't do it when you lose to the, the one win at the time, Falcons. Like, it doesn't yeah. work that way. <laughs> or, like, and that Bears loss literally just wor- looks worse and worse every week. Oh, yeah. They are tumbling downhill. I guess it's terrible. But, um, yeah, what else? Offense. Um, Damn, you know, I guess bad. to get a little more specific because, you know, we always kind of talk about them with our TED Talk. Uh, You know, I thought, uh, Ted, you know, Teddy had that good drive where he ran the – Ran the touchdown in um, mm-hmm. late, like, you know, in the second half. And I thought that's when the moral victories were, like, going to start piling up. Like, oh, look how hard he fought. He took those hits for us, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I that just thought it was like, more of the same for him. And plus the bad pick, you know, which is, I don't know, I guess he doesn't throw a ton of picks, but he doesn't throw no picks. So, um, you know, I knew, you know, something like that was bound to come, but – you know, he, he had the big throw at the end of the first half that didn't count. He had that prayer to DJ that should have been a touchdown. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So at the beginning of this game, this man was like, what, eight for eight? And it was like the worst eight for eight I've ever seen in my life. Like, do you remember yeah. this? Like, every throw he was making was bad. Yeah, <laughs> gaining no yards. Like, at one point, I think he was like seven for seven with like nine yards. Yeah, no, it was horrible. And then he scored the he threw the touchdown, and and it was like a corner post. And what's that guy's whoever that tight end is? He was wide open in the end zone, and like he had to wait. And I thought it was going to get picked off. It was so bad. Yeah, Colin, Colin Thompson, shout out to him. Yeah, it, it felt like every all of like the first receptions were all like created receptions. Like he threw a couple like behind Mike Davis, three yards behind the line of scrimmage, like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like it was like it was all just so weird. And even the uh, like. It, it was just – because even the announcers at the start, they point out, like, he looks a little off. Then it's like, oh, he's seven for seven. And then yeah. the announcers forgot, like, what critical thinking was and was like, oh, that's <laughs> good. Like, no, actually. Yeah, they were, like, bringing it up and they would say, like, oh, he looks a little off, but I guess he's probably, like, I'm seven for seven with a touchdown. You can't even say nothing to me. 
I'm like, well, I think you can say something to him. Like, <laughs> he's not looking good. Yeah. Like, it, it looked like he had some problems. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. And then, um, you the know, he had, the DJ in particular was just horrific. Yeah. Like, that touchdown pass was hilarious. And then the one to DJ, like, he was under a little bit of pressure. And, like, someone pointed that out. You know, like, he was under pressure, took a shot. Like, yeah, he was. So I'm glad it got completed. But um, it wasn't like, he took a shot and underthrew him 60 yards up the field. You know, it was still like 35 yards maybe, probably yeah. around there. So it's kind of like even if you're going to take a shot, you can get it further. Yeah. It, it's That was like almost a prime example of like the completion percentage doesn't matter. <laughs> Just like no. that, like stint. No, 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 not at all. Um you know, like when he uh, when he had that throw towards the end of the half, they didn't count. You know, I was like, okay, like now we're cooking. Like you're getting all the credit now. Like this was awesome. Yeah. You know, he got him a nice little screen pass touchdown and a Colin Thompson touchdown. So good for him. Yeah. Those pa- yeah. had in those passing touchdowns up. Yeah, he what's he at now? He might. Is he at twenty? Well, he's at thirteen right now. With what do we have? Was it week eleven? So we have six games to go. He might make it. I don't know. Let's go be close. <laughs> 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 Maybe, close. Maybe. I mean, you know. Well, that's 13 passing touchdowns. I guess if you include rushing, that's probably like... 16. Yeah, 15, 16. But at any rate, we'll see what happens. He might... He might. He's hey, catching Washington. up to his season high, so... Yeah. I mean, it's going to be really tough if they shut him down the rest of the year because he's one away from tying his career. Yes. <laughs> that's bad. I mean, he's right there on the brink, but we'll see what happens to him. I hope he. I do hope he's still healthy because that would definitely suck for him to go down yeah. like that. You know, I think I think most people understand that. Like, you know, he is a bridge quarterback. No pun intended, as people always say. But like for him to go out via injury would be very bad. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, he's a great guy, great backup. Um, he can be a spot starter for sure, in my opinion. So yeah, obviously, I wouldn't want him to be injured. Like, no, no. So yeah. But I do. I mean, at the same time, I do kind of want to see like what Greer can do because he is yeah. a third round pick. Even though rule claims he does not care about that, I think you probably should care about that. I mean, I guess he didn't draft him, but someone in that building should probably care about seeing what Will Greer can do. Yeah, yeah, but, no. I mean, like in a vacuum, I completely agree with Rule's theory, or not theory, but like what he said. Draft value shouldn't determine like playing time. I for sure agree with that because that's how good teams are good. Look at the Patriots. Do you, like the? I mean, the Patriots don't give you playing time based off like where you were drafted. Like in a vacuum, I completely agree with what Rule's saying. But then I think you got to consider, you know, situationally. Um, the season's basically shot. I'm sorry to everyone. Like I'm not even one of those people that like when I watch the games and we do something good, I cheer and we do something bad. I'm mad. So I'm mm-hmm. not like during the games cheering for a tank, but I'm not against losing. Um, but so I think you kind of got to realize like the season is officially essentially a wash. Um, why not? Like you have nothing to lose at this point to see what he has. Right. If we're seven and three and Teddy gets hurt, you don't owe yeah. it to Greer to play because he's a third round pick, but we're three and seven. And so, in my opinion, it, and I still don't think he got a fair shot last year. I really don't. He was bad in those the one and a half games he played because he got hurt. But you got to think, take this into account. We had that interim coach guy going. The team had basically given up. The O line had already gotten even more hurt. Like it's kind of like, well, I don't know if you can fairly like say this guy can't even be our backup. Yeah. 
yeah, I think he definitely at least deserves that shot. Um, especially with these weapons and these offense. I mean, you got a whole new scheme. It seems like it should be easy for him to go out there and do whatever Joe Brady's bidding is. P.J. Walker, honestly, as well, he kind of deserves that shot maybe. Yeah. But he, I don't know. It's definitely like he's unfair to say after like that Bucks game, but he didn't look too good when he came in. But, again, that's a really good defense and situationally not the best example of, you know, what he could probably do. So, who knows? Yeah, no, I mean, um, I won't even – it's not like I'd be mad if, you know, P.J. got the start because I think he'd be exciting to watch too. He mm-hmm. really kind of – he was exciting when he came in in the Atlanta game and even some on Sunday and, you know, tried some of those big throws. And it didn't really particularly go great. But, um, you know, he probably wasn't expecting getting in the game. So. No. <laughs> right, right, you know what I mean? So, you know, either one getting the start I think would be fine. If it had to be my choice, I'd choose Greer. But, like – like we said, like um, you you know, we're not there behind the scenes, so maybe Greer just looks terrible in practice. Maybe he looks uninterested, and that plays mm-hmm. a big factor. So, barring you know, assuming that's not the case, I would start Greer. But yeah. it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Something to monitor um going forward. But I guess that's about it for the Bucks game. Um, yeah. we can go a little around the league. I guess see what happened. Start with the the Saints beating down on the Niners. Um. 27-13, Drew Brees is looking like he might be done for the season with some cracked ribs and a collapsed lung. So yeah. that's pretty horrible, but it's yeah, looking we, like it's Jameis time. Yeah, no, like we, we joke about Brees, but, I mean, that actually sounded kind of seriously collapsed. Yeah. Like, man. So hope he gets all right. Um, all jokes aside, like he actually had been playing pretty solid. Um, I didn't want I didn't want to have, get to see Jameis play this way. I wanted to be because Brees just got benched because he sucked. <laughs> But nonetheless, we get to see Jameis, and I just pray Sean Payton did not ruin our beloved Jameis. Yeah, I feel like I didn't. I wasn't closely watching that game, but I feel like when he came in, he looked pretty, pretty good. He was making some good throws. I felt like, but again, I didn't watch it that close. So yeah, he, he was just kind of doing like the uh, the typical thing you'd expect with either Breeze or Teddy in there. You know, I don't really yeah. think he even took a deep shot. I mean, but in that case, I didn't really blame him. Like he wasn't prepared to get into the game. Um, you mm-hmm. kind of just have to game plan on the fly, right? So, you know, playing it safe there makes sense. But, you know, I do hope they kind of let him play his game too. True. Yeah, for sure. We'll see what happens there. Um, the Falcons had a bye week, so nothing from them. Um, <laughs> Patriots beating the Ravens. That was something. Yeah, I did not see that one coming. No, the elements are on campsite. Bill's got like a, <laughs> a weatherman working for him. I don't even know what that was all about, but insane yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, you almost would have expected the elements to like kind of play into the Ravens' favor because, one, the pass run defense is not good, especially uh, on the edges, and that's kind of what the Ravens specialize at. Um, mm-hmm. But – uh. But no, I mean Patriots. I mean the Patriots ran the ball down their throats too. So I mean Damian Harris, Damian Harris looked awesome. Cam was efficient, didn't really do a ton, but he, I mean he was efficient. He was fine. Um, good to see him win. Hopefully they can beat the bad Texans this week and get back to five hundred. Oh yeah, oh that'd be a good game, Deshaun and Cam. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd be going to watch. I still, I still think they're being. Uh, I mean, that game was pouring, so this maybe isn't the game to make the case. I still don't like that they're being so conservative with Cam, but, uh, you know, all things considered, receiver core not great. Um, he still didn't get a full offseason, you know. He 
Like, I don't know. He hasn't got to practice with them that long. It's his first year in the system. I wouldn't anticipate, you know, if they were to keep him on a couple of years, I wouldn't anticipate this to be a regular thing. I would hope Yeah, not. It's, it's weird. Um, like you said, the, the rain is one thing, but then, like, Jacoby Myers is his best receiver. So it's like, what can you really do in that situation? But, I mean, when he did throw, he was efficient, 13 for 17, and he was – it wasn't like bad or anything, all things yeah, considered. Yeah. So he looked, he looked pretty well. He looked well. So you know, he got the win. That's all we can ask for. Yeah, yeah. So and, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping, uh, you know, against the Texans, we kind of get to see him air it out more. But we'll yeah, see. for sure. Uh, then I put on this, this Cardinals game, man. Kyler, hey, MVP. You know, Kyler. Everyone's, everyone's talking about the catch for good reason, right? This is not taking yeah. the catch. That throw, though. That was the first thing I said. I was like, holy shit, what a throw. <laughs> Everybody was like, what a catch. And I was like, well, yeah, well, you're true, but throw. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, you know, the catch is kind of stating the obvious, but, like, you can throw a bad Hail Mary, believe it or not. You know, it's not just some random thing. Like, he, mm-hmm. he put it well, about as well as you can put a Hail Mary. Rolling left onto his, I guess, his weak side. 50, what was that? That's probably, like, 50 air yards almost, at least, oh, at into least, the end yeah. zone. Like, that was impressive. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. So that was insane. They're about to play in a couple hours now. The Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So that'll That's be uh, that'll be a good one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Kyler outplaying Russ again, and we'll cut that part out if he doesn't. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got you. Anything else from this week or? No, we can uh, we can, uh talk about this Lions game. What, yeah, what did the Lions goal? do last week? The Lions oh, they last won. Week. They, they squeaked by right. the football team. Yeah, yeah, the football team, 30-27. We, uh, I think the last time we played the Lions was that, that heartbreak game with, with Cam, right? We were driving down yeah. the field, and he short-armed the ball. or there, he Maybe he overthrew it. I don't know. But he, he missed it on the end zone. He had a chance. He got the yips on the two-point conversion. Let's mm-hmm. just put it like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was the last time we played him. We might owe him one. Uh, I see Stafford playing pretty well. What do you think? Um, yeah, he he definitely. You know, I was really huge on his season last year. The half of the year he played, I thought he was amazing. Um, and he didn't. He just hasn't been as good as I expected him to be. But I think he's been picking it up a little bit lately. Granted, he's without Galladay. I'll give him that. But mm-hmm. he played well last week, and I think he will again this week. Yeah, Marvin Jones had a pretty good game. So. That would be yeah. something to watch out for. Yeah, now like, their defense isn't good. Let's get is, that one out there. Is it their defense? Yeah, I mean, Alex Smith set a career high in passing yards against them. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that man threw the ball, what, 50-something times? <laughs> 55. Yeah. yeah. His first 300-yard game ever. Really? No, I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was <like>, no way. <laughs> no, no, no. The only person who got their first 300-yard game ever this year was Josh Allen. But um, that's that's honestly surprising. But yeah, but it looks like uh, DeAndre Swift has a concussion, so that's kind of in doubt. Yeah, that kind of just popped up today. Um, I yeah, wonder if it yeah. happened in practice, but yeah, I mean, a couple hours ago. Um, so we, yeah, we might get Adrian Peterson or carry on, carry on to kind of just falling off. I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I used to be a carry on fantasy owner, and I mean. It, it was yeah. like an addiction. Like it's doing nothing good for you, but you just can't stop. And that's yeah, kind of like what it was like owning carry on. 
No, it's the same way. Sorry, my dog is just shaking. Yeah. I don't know. He just he just woke up from a big nap. But um, yeah. With, I think we come out this game with a win. I mean, I guess it's kind of even hard to tell because I guess if Teddy's not playing, I don't even know then because that that makes things interesting. Yeah, I, I will say, I Teddy's is definitely the best quarterback on our roster. This is not about to be some weird quote where I'm saying he's not. I just mm-hmm. don't know how much him playing versus one of the others is truly going to affect our chances to win. Now, if one of them is a disaster, yes, yeah. it will. But I truly just don't know, even if they're a little worse than Teddy, how much does it really change our odds of winning? Yeah, that is something to think about. I don't know. I feel like we are pretty close teams, probably more like close than like Panther fans would actually think, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, – I, uh, I'm probably a little bit higher on the lines than people, you know, because they all start off 0-3. I picked them playoffs, like, preseason. Started off 0-3. They got to 3-3. and I was like, all right, they figured it out. They're going to make playoffs. They go to 3-5. and Now they're 4-4. Mm-hmm. and They win this. They get a chance to be 500. And, you know, if they finish out the season, well, who knows? Um, but uh, So I'm probably a little higher on them than most people because I do think with Galladay healthy, they have a very good offense. But Matt Patricia is garbage. Yeah, so never count them out of a loss. Yeah, I mean, they've had a pretty interesting season where they've beaten Washington, they lost to the Vikings, hammered by the Colts, beat the Falcons, beat the Jags. So, I mean, like, they've beaten teams. They beat the Cardinals this year. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they've beaten some teams. They were in the game with the Bears. So, like, they were, like, a competent football team, kind of almost like us. But... I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one. I'm not too sure how it's going to match up. I think we're going to be in for a good game at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Galladay definitely plays a fact. I think, like, Galladay playing would be worse for us than than even Swift playing because mm-hmm. Marvin Jones is a very good wide receiver, too. I mean, I mean, he's been playing wide receiver one, and that's fine with Galladay out. But, like, with Marvin Jones being wide receiver two and then Galladay and then, uh, you know, like Stafford kind of airing it out, trying to hit his groove, I just – yeah, I, I don't know about a stop in that. Um, yeah, it is a like, home game, you know. Maybe we get that home field advantage going. But. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if that matters for us. And like I did say, I did say good game, and by that I just meant like it might be close. It could be boring as hell, but <laughs> right, right. That's that's also a very good point. Um, yeah, I, I would. You know, I will say if PJ or Will goes, um, I would really like to see a lot of lot of deep shots. You know, like, I kind of want mm-hmm. like the the average depth of target to be like 12 yards at least for the whole game combined. Like it would be pretty cool to yeah. see it just kind of why not. Both of them are guys who like, you know, have pretty solid arms. So I would definitely expect that as well. PJ yeah. is kind of almost shockingly. He's so like small out there. He looks like he just comes out with a little cannon, got a little juice on it. So yeah. something to look into, something to watch. Um, I'm going to do like keys to win and then predictions and we'll just call yeah. it a day. Yeah, so keys to win offensively. Now, their their defense isn't good, so offensively, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but, you know, you got to f- play a good second half. Like, I don't know if we're just bad at making adjustments. I don't know if that's kind of Joe Brady's big thing he's struggling with or if it was more of a Teddy thing or kind of a combination of things. But they got to find some way to be consistent in the second half of games. Yeah. I mean, I would even say that's cliche. That's been just a big problem the past few weeks is us getting out early, and then the second half it just dies off and we lose almost all interest in the game. So yeah. 
that is definitely a big one, I would say, for me, too. Um, I'm going to go with – this is probably the easy one, but third down on both offense and defense. So we need to get stops and keep the ball moving, and then we should be okay. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you know, like kind of looking at it in a little more in depth, um, in terms of like actually, you know, coming out in that second half good offensively, um, you know, I think really the key is they like so it feels like they do so well when they have those first 20 plays scripted at the start of every game. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like most of that stuff is pretty, uh, you know, nothing crazy. Um, I mean, some trick plays or like if there are any deep shots, they feel very designed, whether it be the flea flicker or, you know, whatever it might be. It just feels like they the second half, it's like the offense then has when there's no longer script and the defense adjusts at halftime. They then have to manufacture offense in a way other than just those quick hitters. Yeah. And um, they just haven't found a way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think everyone kind of needs to collaborate on that. Like offensive line, what are you doing wrong? Joe Brady, what can you do to fix this? Can the receivers do anything and change it, which is probably a little more unlikely. And then, you know, look at the quarterback position itself. Like they just have to, especially in that second half. I think I think if you come out that first drive of the second half and you really uh, take a couple of shots that first, you know, even if you take two or three shots, even if it's a three and out, I think you at least keep the defense on its toes to where then maybe you can open up the quick hitters again. Yeah, for sure. I think we need to also focus in on the running game because we've kind of gotten away with that the past couple weeks. And if yeah. this line defense isn't bad as we think it is, you know, running right through them is probably just the easiest route to success this week, especially with Teddy being injured. So yeah. I would say those. Um, I'm going to go ahead and predict that we win 24-20. Oh. 24-20. Yeah. You know, like, you know how they say, uh, you know, like don't ever – I, I said this earlier, I think, but, like, don't ever count them out. And normally you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they fight hard, they're scrappy. When I say don't count them out in terms of the Lions, I mean they will find any way imaginable to lose a football game. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just about blew that huge lead to uh, the football team. Like, they were up, like, over 20 in the first fourth quarter and almost blew it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, I'll say we win, too, 23-22. to 22. Somehow, mm-hmm. some way, they will find a way to score 22 and lose by one point. One point game, that would be exciting to watch. All right, well, let's hope that comes to fruition. Um, but until then, we will have to catch you on next week. That was Weekend at Hernies. Uh, I'm Steven Sears, as Ch- as Chase Pletcher. Follow us on Twitter at Steve's Tweets underscore and at Chase Pletcher four. And uh, tune in next week. Check yeah, out check fleets. out yeah, check out the fleets. New thing, man, looking hot. All right, peace.